is really a miracle of nature. Or mir- miracle of technology, rather, I guess, not nature. Wonder a little bit of both. Wonder, little bit of both. miracle of miracles. I've got... <laughs> yes, yeah, so you remember that song from Fiddler on the Roof, Kendall? Barely. Oh. But... Yo, 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 yo. <laughs> Out of this world. Out of this world. No. I never found it here. Quiffin' Ken, Quiffin' Ken, Quiffin' Ken, Quiffin' Ken, Quiffin' Kindle, sorry, for some reason you said yo. I went to Edelweiss from Sound of Music. It's not important. I don't claim that it matters. I I'm I'm stricken <laughs> with grief is why, because you know, Mrs. Vancouver, who ran the almost the jacuzzi, not jacuzzi. <laughs> the Jazzer That's a different person. That's, that's a different person. That's, that's on the other side of the Jazzer Side studio. Mrs. Vancouver, or as we called her sometimes affectionately, old Mrs. Vancouver, she ran the Jazzercise studio, and she was 99 years old. They were just about to write a big thing on her in the Busheltown Examiner about the 99-year-old Jazzer, not jacuzzi, <laughs> jazzercise. Jazzercise Well, they're still going to write about her. It'll just be a different story. <laughs> it's just going to um, be in the obituaries. Damn it. Well, they, no, they've got a big story detailing how big of an influence she was here mm. in Busheltown. Because she was. And, you know, a lot of people always, you know, they, they called her the Richard Simmons of Busheltown. Because mm-hmm. she was just so into jazzercise mm-hmm. and loved to... Just get everybody moving, and you always could hear, you know, and I hope that somebody's going to carry on the tradition at the Jazzercise Club. I hope that somebody will. I, You know, it's a shame that also Carol Channing has passed because she would have been so good in a movie as Mrs. Vancouver, the Jazzercise instructor. I don't know who would do it now. Jessica Tandy's also dead. Uh, somebody, uh, maybe Lily Tomlin could. They could age her up a decade or so. Well, or two. more importantly, who would play us? The two people that she loved the most that graciously hosted her funeral at their store. Well, you know, when they come to our park, probably what they'll have to do is just get two extras and then they'll copy and paste the fat CGI from The Whale, from Brendan Fraser's The Whale, and over us both, and then give us a tuxedo. You know, that's just what's going to happen, Kendall. That's what Hollywood would do. And uh, we're not here to talk about Hollywood or Jazzercise or any of this, Kendra, I, I was going <laughs> to... <laughs> any of this. <laughs> what is, why, you know, I'm stricken with grief. As I said, we're, we are in our booth back in our store, Cliff and Kendall Mart. We did graciously propose having this funeral. <laughs> of after, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> you know, this is, they're very... The, and I'm, they are so glad that they came here. <laughs> well, the Vancouver's, you know, they're a hard drinking 
family and they had you know us all do shots because you're dry and so you didn't do it but you i did b12 shots you did B, that's why you're so red in the face and annoying <gasps> but well, I, at least i have an excuse this time so no but yeah. like yeah we you all know, did everybody shots here, the this rest is of not... us did shots did i say that we had to i, I had you to did. do it it was out of grief for mrs van here's to mrs vancouver we all said well, I was going to say, because this is not your traditional funeral. This is a, like, just a hopping good time. Like, because everybody, like, they've got jazzercise routines going. Because, you know, Miss Old, old, old Miss Vancouver. Yeah. She, she would have wanted everybody to keep moving. And to like, not just sit fit. around crying. That's exactly yeah. right. She, if she were here, God rest her soul, of course, she is here. She's in that urn up at the front. <laughs> but, you know, she would want us, she'd say, get up. Get up and start moving, clapping, just like Richard Simmons. That's why they always equated each other so much. I was just thinking how funny it was when old Miss Vancouver's brother, when you guys did shots, he kept yelling, shots fired, shots fired. I think that's good. I <laughs> See, I thought it was because he had PTSD because he's in the military. For, oh, he was, well, nobody told me that part. He was in the Korean War, Kendall. It's not funny. But this oh, is—that's not funny. No, this is not funny either. But yesterday, I did. Thank you for a service. <laughs> Speaking of service, I went with Mr. Snodbottom. He and I—we went to the movies in the afternoon. Can you believe this, Kendall? Oh, what did you say? We went to see the, of course, new movie that soon Jake Gyllenhaal will be snubbed by the Oscars for. It is called the Co- the Covenant. Have you heard of this? Ooh, I've heard of it, The Covenant. We went to see it. Of course, Mr. Snobbottom wanted to see it because it's a war picture, and it reminded him of his World War II Navy days, even though this was not World War II or the Navy. This Wait, was... you went with Mrs. Mr. Snodbottom to a public movie theater to watch a war movie? <laughs> did he have bowel attacks all, like 12 times during the movie? Well, he did, but you know, the first thing he did when we sat down, well, a couple things I wanted to talk about. One was I'll go ahead and say the first thing he did when he sat down was, you know, he had this giant barrel of hot buttered popcorn that immediately (laughs) spilled all over himself. And that sort of coated the stench of the bowel attacks, I think, for for the next two hours or so. That's a good note going forward. Good note. Hot buttered (laughs) popcorn. (laughs) Uh, A barrel's worth will do it. (laughs) <laughs> not, a, not not a dab will do you. A barrel's worth will do you. <laughs> but I got a small drink to put my airplane bottles of liquor into. And let me tell you, folks, why? Why has the movies, Busheltown Cinemas, they have gone with a small... Of course, in a movie, small is huge, relatively, Right. We're, we're small in the movie theater world. Right. We would be a small drink if, if we were a drink size. So that's how... But the it was short and hugely round, the small drink cup. It was See, like, we're small. Yeah. It, it was like a quart of ice cream, not a little Ben and Jerry's. <laughs> I don't really know measurements, but it's, it was not a little Ben and Jerry's size. Not that regular Ben, you know, little size, not a pint, I think. It was the bigger size. We, we, we're, like I could barely put my adult human hand around it. <laughs> 
I don't know why. Thank God you went with the small. Well, thank God I would have had to get a, one of those rolling suitcases if I'd gotten a medium. <laughs> but we went to see the Covenant, and you know it was a, so what a entertaining movie there <laughs> about. There you, there you have it. That's the <laughs> the critics. What an entertaining movie. <laughs> about the war. About I'm going to the call war. them. They're going to want to put that on the DVD cover. They will. And, you know, it's out free to use, folks. Cliff of Cliff and Kindle Coast to Coast, cliffandkindle.podbean.com for backlog of episodes. Called it an entertaining film. <laughs> he called it an Because, of course, here's another uh, pull quote for you, folks. Jake Gyllenhaal has a face made for the big screen. You got to see it on the big screen at this face, Kendall. That's why I went <laughs> because there. I, along with everybody else, complain constantly about everything because, on the scale of things, things feel terrible. They feel like they fall <laughs> on the terrible side of the scale. But I, me, Cliff, in Busseltown, I had the opportunity to go see a new Jake Gyllenhaal movie on the big screen. And my only rules now for a Jake Gyllenhaal movie are that the cameras are rolling and pointed towards him. I can't... (laughs) Pretty high expectations. I I can't expect more than that. And if that happens, then then it's at least a three-star picture, folks. And I give it three stars, The Covenant, because it was exciting, but it was... Yeah, also, here, what a fun factoid for the listeners. Listeners, I hope if you got your diaries out, this you're going to want to put in. Fun factoid. As it relates to Cliff and Kendall, not only did it star... Jake Gyllenhaal, number one Oscar snubby of all time. It also starred, didn't, no, didn't star anybody else, really. Um, it had Homelander from The Boys for a moment or two. And it had, was directed by the ex-husband of, who do you think, Kendall? The ex-husband of, I don't know. <gasps> If it's me and it makes a, a big difference to me, who do you think it is? Oh, Madonna. Madonna, Guy Ritchie. Guy Ritchie. There Guy you go. Ritchie, there you go. So uh, it was. Context clues. <laughs> as I say, what an entertaining picture. Go see what it. What an entertaining picture. Folks, Mr. Snodbottom loved it. He had war stories out the ass after it was all over. Hey. I think that's a great review. I would, I'll, I would take it in a million years if one of the listeners said it's an entertaining podcast. <laughs> and you know, it reminded me of what would happen if you and I, Kendall, were in a, a war zone, and one of us, you know, uh, well, both of us together, been shot down behind enemy lines. Part of the movie reminded me of the Snoopy part of the Great Pumpkin, Charlie Brown, where he's down behind enemy lines and he's running, trying to find the next safe place. And it's like, I I don't want to spoil anything of this very entertaining picture, The Covenant playing at a theater near you, I'm assuming. I hope to God for your sake that it is. God? But, you know, if we were down behind enemy lines, what Jake and the interpreter did for one another, both times, that's what you and I would do, Kendall, when you finally see this on a flight in six months. 
remember what I said. I'll think back to this moment. And you'll think, Cliff and I have a covenant. And you're right, Kendall, but we've gone on and on. And I want to know what this show is even actually about. We have gone on and on about Jake Gyllenhaal. (laughs) But Cliff, this show is not a Jake Gyllenhaal fan cast. This is... Oh, it's not? No, this this show is all about apps and apps. (laughs) And what I mean is appetizers, like you eat in your mouth, and the apps that you download on your phone. We're going to do... The a countdown of each. <laughs> We're going to do the food ones first so you can throw them up when we talk about the phone well, Because they're an appetizer, Cliff. They Duh. are. You have to do them first, Kendall. It's the way God intended. God. Part of the rules. God. Part of the rules. Um, so God. we will get started here on a... Oh, what do you think about the flowers, dear? The, uh, this is supposed to be a an upbeat funeral, dear, but you know, I did I did have to bring in a, a few of the sadder flowers because it just can't have a funeral without them. Oh, dear, I think it would be very anti-etiquette to have excluded any of the flowers that you chose. Of course, your selections are perfect in every way, sugar lump. And I <laughs> know you, that my poor Mrs. Vancouver is looking down from heaven, and she's especially proud of the floral arrangements here at her funeral. <laughs> Praise the oh, Lord. Oh, dear, well, you know, I, I did a lot of work for her at the, the Jazzercise Club. I cleaned the, the mats after the exercise classes and helped her out so much, dear. So I'm hoping that maybe she left a little bit a set aside for us, dear, in her will, <laughs> which they're reading after the funeral. I wouldn't doubt it, Sugar Lump. Well, and of course, not that I knew Mrs. Vancouver well, but I did hold the door open for her on more than one occasion, <laughs> and I've heard she can be very generous in her will. Well, obviously she's going to leave us a lot of money, because look, we are the two that, like, actually... <laughs> Because we we're the two that would actually, get, you know, throw a funeral for in our shop. <laughs> it only makes sense that she would have pre-put us in her will. Because, of course, you know, Kendall and I, we went to Jazzercise there at her studio at least twice. And I know the first time we both faked leg injuries so we could just sit in the back. But the second time, you know, we tried to fake Periods, and she said, "No, uh, uh-uh, I fell for that once before." She made us actually exercise until, of course, Kendall, you faked that leg cramp, and I helped you out during the first song. But so we knew her pretty well. I, I don't think I've ever had anyone tell me, you know, get it moving. In, in such a nice fashion. No, I loved her. I loved everything except about how she wanted me to exercise. Uh, but oh, oh I, dear. She, she was very lovely, and, and, and I know that she wonderful. probably left a little something for all of us, if, she, if that's truly the case. Oh. But we must get back to the funeral, dear. The flowers are looking a little peckish on that side, dear. <laughs> they are look, they are a little droopy, dear. I hope you brought your pocket atomizer for, for some uh, miracle grow. <laughs> I can't believe you would think I didn't, dear. Of course I have it right here in my bag. All right, well, we'll talk to you guys later. Thanks for oh, dropping of course, in. Of dear. Please, uh, dear, we're coming through. We have to water the plant. Oh, excuse us. Oh, oh, I'm sorry for your loss. 
Uh, look at Crockpot doing her jazzercise routine up there. Now, oh my gosh, she we're going to blow not, it out of the water. Now I'm sorry, I've got to mention Crockpot. She should really have worn some kind of a leotard under that thong. I don't, I don't know. Well, I was trying but, to not say anything about it. It is a black. I thought it thong. was prudent to not mention it. Proper etiquette was just not say anything about it at all. <laughs> it is a black thong, so she clearly is in mourning. But Kendall, apps, it's high damn time that we came to the subject of apps, food. It is specific ones. So, are you going to flip a bereaved space coin? Adjectives in honor. I will here, old call Mrs. It. Vancouver. For let's see, call for it. apps, I call heads because this comes at the head of the dinner. Heads, it is. Here's mm. with your best app. <laughs> Fire, Fire away, Kendall. I think that the number six. All mine are so good, though. This is another one of those <laughs> no. countdowns that really probably all six tie for number one, just in case, you know, whoever's feelings, I don't want them to get hurt because all... Don't sue us. Yeah. Uh, number six, Kendall. I'm going to say... Anything with a toothpick in it. Because, uh, you know, if you cut uh, it up, oh, don't do that. If you cut it up small <laughs> enough and toothpick it, give it a spear, and then you put it on a tray, it, it's an appetizer, right? And uh, there are too many good appetizers to, to say such a broad topic as anything on a toothpick. <laughs> oh, that's... <laughs> Broad topic number six. <laughs> Anything <laughs> on it? I, I, this is this substitutes for it, for the unique, the odd things. <laughs> don't want to leave the odd ones out. <laughs> I don't want to leave the odd ones out. I'm not these. I'm not talking about your ultra classics, which I won't even mention that often come with a toothpick speared through them. But the, you know, these are the weirdos, the outliers, the free thinkers. That's number six. The gypsies, tramps, and thieves. Yeah. Um, Here from know, the people I, of the town, they call them. Yes. I should have said up front, you know, I had to, there's so many great appetizers that I had to just go ahead and say, I'm not counting any kind of bread as an appetizer. No. Even though I eat it as an appetizer sometimes, I'm not counting that. No, that's separate. Um, yes, exactly. So uh, num that's number six is anything with a toothpick. Number five, because these things come in stick form, and no, they're not the fish variety. They are the cheesy variety. I'm talking uh, mozzarella cheese sticks. Oh, oh. They account for so much of my weight over the years, but just dip them in some, in some tomato sauce, and, mm, 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 and you almost choke when you eat them, because um, <laughs> the know, cheese is so like thick and stringy. When I was younger, so much younger than this. I don't know. Maybe a teenager, maybe younger than that. I do remember seeing somebody at a restaurant. It was a wayward youth. It was some <laughs> teen, you know, hip teen, thought they were cool as shit. They, you know, they didn't think they could die. And they were like dangling a mozzarella stick cheese <laughs> in their throat. And they Idiot just kid. started 
like choking to death, and somebody had to do the Heimlich on them. Oh my god! Oh, uh, it was before it was high school or before. So it was a long time ago. It was the '90s. I hope that person is doing well. But it was I got it out of their system. It was scary and funny, and because of course the weird thing was before he started choking to death, I was like, "Look at this idiot! What this asshole <laughs> dangling this right. cheese?" I was, but I'm also shocked and appalled that these could come in so low on oh, the, the countdown. That only means because there's so many more things that are that are good to come. I guess I have to tell um, myself, they all tie for number one, Cliff. They all tie for number one. But, you know, what's funny is I, I saw somebody do, talk about this online a long time ago. They're like, you know, if you got a string cheese out, you'd be like, oh, mm. I'll eat one of these, maybe two. You know, I don't want to eat too many of them. But it said, uh, you batter them, deep fry them, and put them in a plate, and you're like, give me ten of them. <laughs> but they're so good. Well, Kendall, due to the low listenership numbers of the show, I'll go ahead and share with you that I've been known <laughs> to put away a large order of mozzarella sticks worth of <laughs> string cheese. Oh, I, hey, by I didn't themselves. say it was impossible. I just said it. You think more about that than you do when you get an appetizer. That's all I'm saying. You do. It does seem, it seems like you're being more excessive. Yes. 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 Deep fried and it feels a lot better. (laughs) But, oh my God. Skinny people would die if they knew what some obese, no shame, just saying, hey, we're large and in charge here on Cliff and Kinder Coast to Coast. (laughs) But if they in charge knew, of the deep fryer, <laughs> they knew what we really ate, because I could put away a bag of twelve from the food and more, and like, oh god, did the time it takes to string them apart, Kendall, and that's oh, I it's not a I joke. I could put away but, a restaurant's worth <laughs> of food. Come on, but I'm not going to, 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 not not. I'm will. I will not right now during this funeral do that, Kendall. But this is what brings me to the next number, which is what number four. Number four. <gasps> number four. Oh my God. <gasps> this one. Is basically a vegetable. So it's almost all vegetables. So it's healthy for the health nuts out there listening. This is number four, and it's a dip. Kendall, it's a dip. So a dip. That lets <laughs> that lets you know it's loosey goosey. It's you know, up for some fun. You can <laughs> dip whatever you want. Oh, it sounds like that when it bubbles. <laughs> you can just dip whatever you want into there, listeners. And this dip, it's made... I feel like I'm do... going to definitely gain 10 pounds from that buffet of food out that they've set up for the bereaved here at the funeral after this episode because we're talking so much about food i'm just gonna i'm gonna load up on it Kendall, it's a good thing we're bereaved cliff oh uh, it's a good thing I'm, that we're wearing black so it's slimming <laughs> spinach spinach an artichoke an artichoke an artichoke an artichoke 
Gotta love it. With some chips or just use your imagination. Or just a spoon. Just Mm. a spoon. (laughs) I do love me some spinach artichoke dip. Who doesn't? Um, it's number five on the list of great apps. Four. I've been, to, I've been to a couple of restaurants that made it like, I, I, I don't even know how it was made, but it was like so creamy. They like, I, they put like special things in there. It was so good. Oh my God. Oh, you don't oh. want to know. Sorry, I'm just having, did. I'm having deep racing thoughts about spinach and artichoke dip right now. Uh, but that was number four. Oh, it sure was. Cliff, we got to move on up the ladder to number Three. Oh, I wonder now, if our listeners, if any of them, you know, statistically, no, but who knows? Perhaps some of them are at a restaurant eating an appetizer right now. Do you, Kendall, this is off, uh, it's on but off the subject. Do you long for the days, like I do, when you would hear the word appetizer instead of App. Oh yeah. I don't need the shortenization. Well, no. Well, because like we're talking about in our show right now, apps are what are go on the phone, mm. and that's going to be the second half of the show. At the first half of the show, we're talking about appetizers. See, I prefer we call those applications. <laughs> well, there you go. Um. Anyway. Uh, number. Three, Cliff, on the list. Appetizers. It's number three. What will Kendall pick? Will it be something that you love or maybe something served on a toothpick? Oh, Cliff, this next thing is one of my favorites. And whenever Uh. I see it on a menu um, at any restaurant as an appetizer, I go crazy and I don't care. I could be on a juice cleanse and I'm like, give it to me. Give it to me. Crazy for you. Order this app once and you know it's true. Kendall never wanted any app like this. It's all brand new. You'll feel it when you order this. Yes. And I would already be done eating it by the time you finish your song. (laughs) But the, um, they come in a basket, uh, and it's, and they look like if on first glance, you'd be like, oh, are those hush puppies? What is that? No. They are balls filled with the most wonderful substance known to man, macaroni and cheese. I'm talking about macaroni and cheese balls, Cliff. And you, they're deep fried and you dip them in like tomato sauce. And oh my God. Mm. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. I want some. <laughs> I want some. Macaroni, I want some. Macaroni and cheese balls. The title of my biography. <laughs> I feel like the macaroni and cheese ball makers out there may want to use your pull quote about them. I want some. Kendall from Cliff and Kendall. Coast to Kendall coast. from Cliff and Kendall, Coast to Coast. Then you flip over the page. Guy Ritchie's The Covenant starring Jake Gyllenhaal. What an entertaining <laughs> movie. Cliff entertaining from Cliff and Kendall. Coast to I Coast. Just, I wish that macaroni and cheese balls just came in a big old bag of like a hundred of them. And you could just down them because I, the sad part is how quickly they're gone. What I am here to say, were I running for office, I would run on the platform that we get rid completely of the water system in America. The faucets with the water, we replace them with faucets full of piping hot macaroni and cheese. 
and we just mm, you turn, got my vote turn into a nation of macaroni and cheese balls ourselves because that is what my body wants cliff you'd get the popular and the electoral vote god on damn that right i would God damn right I would, Kendall. And uh, you, you'd never run on a treadmill again, but you can no, run on that platform. No, I well, I never did before. So, uh, Kendall, <laughs> unfortunately, there's no upcoming election in Busheltown. But why don't we take a look at the calendar and see what is upcoming in Busheltown? Ooh, the Busheltown calendar. The community calendar, Kendall. I'm sorry. I feel like I've been monopolizing and monologue. Chising this entire episode. Have you even said hello to the listeners? This is a normal episode. <laughs> Why change things at this point, at this late in our career? Um, 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 um. But, Cliff, I do have a community calendar event for here oh. in Busseltown for you. Uh, let me get out my day planner so I can add it. Oh, get it out and get a pen because you're not even going to want to pencil it in. You're going to want to write it in ink. The Busheldown community players are hosting a murder in the park. Oh! Not not a real mar- murder in the park, but a, oh. a good old classic uh, who done it. Can you solve the murder first? Uh, find out this Saturday down at the Busheldown Park. Doesn't that sound fun? It does. What's the scenario? What's the premise of the murder? Oh, I don't, it's the turn of the century, and you're in the park. Ooh, That's the, all they said. It's a big mystery. The millennium. It's like what happened at Y2K. They should call it the Y2K murder. That'd be cool. Oh, I misread that. I thought it was the turn of the other century. Oh, well. Well, there may be some confusion <laughs> on what people are wearing, but it sounds to be fun. That's true. They're sounds right. to be fun. That's the quote they're going to put in their <laughs> newsletter. It's true. There, you know, there, is all, there are two to choose from, two century turns to choose from. And uh, we don't know. You got to <laughs> find well, out. Well, two or more, but... <laughs> I mean, those are the two that people most obviously think of. I mean, who who doesn't? Who done it? Who done it? Who does it? Kendall. All right. If you're not busy doing that, the turn of the century festival or whatever, then you could do this. Listeners, this is coming up in Busheltown. Oh, heavens. It's mating season for the wombats at the Busheltown Zoo. So why don't you come on down and cheer them on as they get the it on. dogs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and if you're there in the wombat enclosure and you witness a successful insemination, you can enter your name into a drawing. And, you know, when they turn the big barrel and if they pull your name out and you win, they will name a baby wombat. After you, Kendall, at the Busheltown Zoo, wombat mating. Oh, but it does say no flash photography or persons under 21 admitted to the wombat enclosure during mating season. They are a bit prudish. That's just nature. That's nature. Let the children watch. I say it's PG-13 at worst. But, you know. At worst. Who I can't. I'm just reporting the news here, folks. I'm not. I'm not here to ed- well, editorialize. Cliff, speaking of NC17, oh. moving on over to the Erotic Bakery. They got a big sale going on all next week in honor of spring. It's the big spring fling. Get down and get yourself a spring fling. Now we we've been told we can't say what a spring fling is on the air. It's too uh, graphic in nature, but. Get on down and get one. Oh. They're on sale. 
yet trust me folks I saw a picture of it and it is way too graphic to describe on the air just Mr. Snottebottom said no he, and then he had a bowel attack <laughs> yeah I, I, see I thought it happened the other way around I thought he had a bowel attack and he said no but it, it might have been bookend now that I'm thinking of it he did it before and after it, I think it was all during Alder. All right. <laughs> Kendall got another one. It's the Peanut Fest. And it's I'm not talking about Linus and Lucy Peanuts. This is oh. the nut. <laughs> you nut. Kendall, the Peanut Fest. It's next weekend in the Peanut District in downtown Busheltown. And so, you know, this traffic advisory, the streets from South Dirt Lane over to Pilkington Plaza will be shut down. But in their place, you can find booths with boiled peanuts, honey roasted peanuts, chocolate covered peanuts, rye coated peanuts, mustard and ketchup peanuts, pickled peanuts, powdered sugared peanuts, high fiber peanuts, gluten free peanuts, and peanut free peanuts for the allergic to peanuts. And on Sunday night, it does culminate with the unveiling of a new statue there in the peanut district of George Washington Carver, the father of the peanut. It's all made out of peanut butter, but it's coated in resin, so it'll last forever. It'll last forever. Well, you know, and they rebuilt the nut hut that burnt down last year, and it's, it's the new nut hut is just the cutest thing I've ever seen. It's one of the and big sponsors. I can't believe they've got, yeah. Yeah, and I can't believe they've got, they got all those flavors now. Mm. Sounds like a uh, nutty good time to me, Cliff. <laughs> nutty good time. Um, okay, this one's important, so everyone pay attention to this one, because this one involves <gasps> me, Cliff. I'm hosting, you personally hosting, a Busheltown Back to the Future Bonanza Uh-oh. down at the Busheltown Town Square. I've got it all set up. People are encouraged to dress up as their favorite Back to the Future characters. I, of course, will be dressed as Dr. Emmett Brown. If all goes well, lightning will strike the tower. And, uh, spoiler alert, I've rigged it with the Busheltown stagehands to lightning to strike Uh-oh. right at the stroke of midnight. And, uh, you know, when it hits uh, 10.01, you're going to see some serious shit, Cliff. So, everybody, come on down. Serious. It's going to be so much fun. Serious shit. I hope you picked out your outfit. Well, I mean, do you think, you know, this is, you know, be honest... I'm not cute enough to be Marty McFly. Who should I be? I mean, obviously, I should fucking be Biff from any of them. I, I thought guess. you were going as Einstein the dog. Okay, I can do that. I'll just wear my old Rolf the dog costume and I'll. Yeah, there you yeah, go. There you go. And I'll say, sorry, Einstein, the lab is an awful, awful mess. Oh, God. And there you go. And that's, see, that's what I would say in my head. And But really, what I'd really say is, yeah, and Crockpot's going as Marty, so she's already taken that. Oh, no. Well, see, I should... Never mind. I won't go there. Kendall, number other is what I've got is one more item from the Busheltown community calendar. It's how many I've got, in case anybody's out there keeping Uno score. Mas. Doing tally marks in their journals. I'm not aware of what Kendall's got, but not that. I Kendall's out. Kendall, next Monday... It's the beginning of a new theater season. <gasps> Kendall, next Monday, theater, you know, big news in theater, of not Broadway, but Busheltown way, at the Bushel... <laughs> at the Potter Butter Butter Churn Center for the Arts. Oh my God, it's the talk of the town. It's the all drag queen version of 
Death of a Salesman by Arthur Miller. It's coming. It stars Madam Beaver Cleavage as Wilhelmina Loman and Miss Juicy as Biffette. And audience members, they are encouraged to bring confetti and lipstick for the third act lip sync. And, you know, they want you to know you can get your tickets now. And you can bring some $1 bills to tip the queens as they take their final bows at the end of the show. All drag queen, death of, oh, sorry, death of a saleswoman is actually the title. What a fun show that's going to be. What a fun show. I cannot wait. I think it's going to be off the chain. Cliff, I already got my tickets and I already got my dollar dollar bill. Oh y'all. my God. Give me, I hope you bought one for, I hope you bought some of each of those for me. <laughs> tickets and dollar bills. <laughs> well. Anywho, Cliff, it's time to move on up the line to number two. Where we at? Two. Number two. Number two. Kendall, I think that this is the best thing. I don't know what you got as number one. I pray for it because I don't know how it could ever <laughs> top number two. This is the best appetizer. This is the thing that you want. This is the thing they give you at a restaurant and you think, hallelujah. You hear the hallelujah chorus. Copyright free in your own mind. And when they deliver this to your table before you eat, and I think that the world would be a nicer place if we all, oh, had more of this appetizer, which I call it the king and queen because it's really it's a double dose. It's two things together. It's chips and salsa. Kendall, number two on the appetizers, the great appetizers countdown that the definitive one. one yes another one of those instances when if you were like oh a whole tortilla that's a lot of calories but oh g- just chop them up into four and deep fry them give me 20 of them in a bowl yes yes uh, yeah a giant bag of tortillas yeah prepared this <laughs> yeah, way the whole thing All the whole right. thing and some salsa right. to dip them in oh candle oh mm, couldn't God. get better and um, even along oh. those lines, nachos, too, kind of fall in that category, but, mm, yeah. Yes. 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 I love when they yes. bring out a big old bowl of yes. nachos, which is, like, oh. heaping tons of shit on top of it. Oh, God. Ken, I was so hungry for this. Uh, no. Oh. <laughs> we All right. need to go to get some appetizers after this. Um, well, Cliff, there is one thing that can top it, though. What? That's one thing. This is the thing that... Um, when you see it on the menu, you're like, oh my God, what what a rare and special treat that this Ooh. is on the menu. Oh. Because this is such an amazing appetizer. And you don't see it all the time. You don't see it all the time. And not only that, but does it also it also brings back amazing, happy thoughts for us because it reminds us of other things in life, like a movie mm. called Fried Green Tomatoes. Did you hear when I got it? When I said, oh, I did. Wait. I heard. I heard you get it because uh, Cliff. It's not yeah. only a great movie, but it's a great appetizer. Uh. Did I do it? Did I do it right, or did I do it right, Kendall? I'm glad it has been established that the listeners have their diaries or journals out because they're going <laughs> to want to record that you did it 
right, bitch. You did it exactly right. I want to give it to Kendall for the app. It feels good, you know, every once in in a blue moon to hit it right, you know. Listen. Stop clocks right twice a day. (laughs) All right. We have got to go to break. I have got to get a snack. Dear God, I have to go eat something from over there really quick. If they have anything uh, that was on the countdown, it's you the might want to wait till after our jazzercise routine that we're just about to do. Oh um, no, where's my? You don't want a full stomach, so let's do that, and then we'll get a, a snack, and then we'll be back. All right, we'll be right back after this. Cliff and Kendall will be right back after the break. I play guitar, and when I play, I like to turn up the juice. So I rock with the real fruit juice taste and bubbly on bubble gums near Hawaiian Punch Fruit Punch, Wet and Wild Watermelon, and Strawberry Stripe. Their full face taste keeps my jaws jamming, and their blasting bubbles slide off my lips like my fingers across this guitar. Bubbly Yum has three new flavors with real fruit juice taste. You gotta like the sound of that. Bubbly Yum keeps it popping. Flavors contain 2% apple juice concentrate and artificial flavor. And now, welcome back to Cliff and Kendall Coast to Coast. Why? cream scoops god and that's what they had over there and it was like bending back into the ice cream because they just pulled it out of the freezer uh i just have to say that's not what mrs vancouver would have wanted well and we were so exhausted after our jazzercise routine we didn't have any energy to scoop that hard (sighs) ice cream with that flimsy scoop oh my gosh you know when we first decided to do a jazzercise routine to an eight-minute mega mix of my greatest hits. I thought it was such a good idea, but now I realize we should have done, you know, a 30-second mega mix. I, of course, told you it was a terrible idea. Well, I thought we could do I it wanted to a, do the Billy Joel medley. No, that would have been even worse. What we're going to do up there instead of sway, piano, I'm the piano man. Not well, saying I certainly wouldn't have been as exhausted as I am now. Well, there you go. Well, we could. Uh, you should have mentioned doing some of my ballads. But anyway, Gandalf, this is not about the mistakes of you or of anybody Mistakes else. Mistakes were made. <laughs> you know, Houston, we've got a problem. But this is a, a show about apps. Apps. Applications this time around. <laughs> Those good old apps you download for your phone. There's lots of good ones, Cliff. Lots of good ones. Don't you love them? 
No, I don't. Do you hate? I hate oh. everything about the phone. I hate. Oh, there's no. There's so many good apps, please. But uh, I can't live without. Oh, now, I'm excluding no, social media. <laughs> Mrs. Potter Butter Butter, she's about to give the eulogy for Mrs. Vancouver. So, boys, I'm sure you'll want to stop whatever you're doing here in this booth back here in your store and listen to the funeral, as it would be very impolite to the deceased to do else. Boys. Oh, don't worry, dear. I'm going to try to keep it under half. Half an hour. Oh, well, you know, we would, but we are in the middle. We literally just started a countdown. And you know, Mr. Snodbottom, as our producer, how you dislike us stopping in the middle of a countdown. And we just... Oh, it is improper etiquette to stop a countdown in progress. Oh, blast it She's all. She's right. You're right, boys. Well, carry on. I don't know how this will affect you being included in the will, but we'll just see how that all works out, boys, after the funeral. Uh, well, I think I know what she would have wanted. <laughs> us to carry on our countdown. The way she oh, would have... Yeah, here. yeah. All right, here's a look. Um, all right, Cliff, back to apps. Mm. Back to the good old apps. Oh, let's let's flip another space coin, shall we? Let flip it all the way into space. Call it. I call it tails, because you sit on your phone and that is your tail. Wrong, Cliff. Oh. It's heads. I'll be the first one to go. You'll be the first right, to go. Cliff. What a shame. Now Apps that again, I love them so much. They all really tie for number one, but this one I can't live without. This has become such an important part of my life when I go to the movie theater. I have to have this app, and if I don't have it open or accessible, my life is just real shitty after oh. that. Because when I go to the movies, Cliff, you know me, I gotta pee. Mm. I gotta pee so much all the time. So, first of all, I have to sit in a place I can get up and go to the bathroom. But then falls the problem, or starts the problem, or whatever you want to say. That's when the problem comes up of, where do I leave? What po- at what point during this movie do I go use the restroom? Because I don't want to miss a good part. Like, you know, in the old days, I would go to the, and I would come back to the bathroom and Susan say, you missed the most important part of the movie. And I'm like, great, <laughs> that's my luck. But no, this app, Cliff, it's called Run P. What it does is it tells you all the parts of the movie that are a good time to go to the bathroom, that you won't miss anything big. And it even gives you a synopsis of what you've missed when you go to the bathroom. Isn't that, isn't that technology being used at its peak perfection? And it still works? It's still an active app? Yes. When is, uh, yeah, when's the last time you used it on what movie? God, I don't remember. Um... I'll pull it up right now. Very much still going. I could have, you know, I guess I could have used it. I went to the bathroom at least three times during The Covenant starring Jake Gyllenhaal yesterday. Oh, yeah, it says 13 years in in the works or whatever. Oh, look at that. Still going strong. And I'm downloading right now the most current one. So I'm going to look up the movie that you just went to see, and I'm going to tell you the points that you could have went to the bathroom (laughs) and the synopsis. How about that? Well, you know, it, what an entertaining movie, number one. And we know. We know we've heard. <laughs> but, you know me, I'm a cinephile. I'm a cinemaniac. I 
am a, also a Hollywood insider. Think of the time I spent in traffic on the 405. So I sort of always knew what was going to happen in the movie in a good way. But so I don't know that there was like a time to leave, but I would love to hear what the app says. And so while that's downloading, Kendall, what's while, downloaded? What what movie is it again? The Covenant. Covenant. That's right. Um, Guy Ritchie's The Covenant, starring Jake Gyllenhaal, in theaters now. If it's not, call your theaters and demand it. Number six or five, actually, Kendall, five alive. When we get to number fives, I like to say Five Alive because it reminds me of the juice. Remember that juice? Five Alive? You never had Five Alive, the juice? No, what is that? Oh, my God. It came in a carton, and it was five different juices, I guess, mixed together, and it's called Five Alive. Oh, heavens. No, I wish I'd have had that. I'm so glad I'm keeping the memory alive every Five, when I say five alive. Yes. There it is. I found it. All right. All right. View P times. Here we go. All right. So the first P time comes at 27 minutes and 10 seconds when John says to the the colonel, you could give us a couple of birds. And so then if I go in and read the synopsis, it says, they arrive at the mine. The soldiers get all the workers on the ground. Ahmed talks to the owner. The owner is calm and tells them there's no Taliban here. They are down in the valley. Ahmed tells John something's not right. He's lying. Someone in an office nearby sees what's happening and calls the Taliban HQ. The Taliban leader tells him they are sending soldiers. The American soldiers start searching for the mine. They find a stash of weapons. And that's it. And it tells you (laughs) that you have... It usually tells you like how long you have to go to the bathroom too. And it tells you there's like three P times during the movie that are active or good. I'm willing to bet I went very close to all three of those. Now, I do remember that part that you're talking about, but I went within minutes of that well, part. Well, see, you, you were right there at one of the good P times. As I say, yeah. And, it's well, a good app, Cliff. You should consider app. downloading it. It's a good app. Run P. And it's an entertaining movie. The Covenant. There you go. And you heard the, it here first. The Run and P app. All right. Number five, five alive, some call it, is, oh my. You know, I hate money, and I hate that we live in this capitalistic society where money is God. But this is an app that involves money, and it makes it scarily uh, oh. spookily evil not evil but scary e- not evil but easy <laughs> spookily easy Freudian tr- slip <laughs> I, I guess the app's evil folks it's the spoiler alert number five I don't want to vin less I want to vin mo vin mo oh, you're gonna vin mo the way you could just easily, you know, Mrs. Potter, but a butter churn, you, Mr. Snobbum, Crockpot, Charles Contractor, and I, we are all the time picking up lunch for each other, bringing it down to the butter store, or whatnot. And it's just so easy when we split the tab to Venmo, Kendall. It's just so easy. It <laughs> makes life so much easier. It's a pleasure. Frankly, it's a pleasure. To I remember the old days when you had to like split the check with credit cards, like mm. this person's get this one. Who's this credit card? And you count now out. You just say, "We'll just split it." Yeah. Do you have change for a ten? Who has an extra dime? No oh. mo. No mo. 
Venmo. The Ice Ages. Yeah. There you go, kiddo number five. What a great number five, Cliff. I thought it was fantastic. All right, moving on up the list. Yeah. Number four. This app, Cliff, I don't know if you've ever used this app before, but I love it. Because, you know, one of the things I love to do most is just to sit out in the oh, field wait, at Kendall, night. Oh, wait, before you talk about what you like to do in the field in the night, this is a family show, and there's a funeral going on right outside. So if it's going to be one of those porno apps, cut it. You know, just pretend. Do you think I am Charles the Contractor? <laughs> Cliff, I love to sit out in the field and look up at the stars. Oh, it's oh. one of my favorite things. I like to look and see the satellites going overhead. I think it's just the coolest thing. And there is an app called Night Sky, and you point your phone up at the sky, and you actually see all the stars, and you can actually like point at something you see in the sky on your phone. It'll tell you what star it is, or like what constellation it is, and you can like look up constellations and where the moon is, and and you, and when satellites are going by, it shows them like moving on this thing, and it'll tell you what satellite it is. It's it's amazing. Wow, that sounds beautiful. I've not ever used. The, I feel like you have a lot of niche indie apps whereas mine are the broad audience appeal apps but well, I love Cliff, it you know you gotta you gotta have a little bit of both you take the good you take the bad you take them both and there you have the facts the of, apps life. of life <laughs> <laughs> the apps we of wanna, life you know we don't want to be too commercial no I would never want to be too commercial Kendall number what are we up to uh number three oh Number oh. three, oh. Kendall, oh. <laughs> I would not be gay if I didn't say number three. Uh. It's one that just helps that. people <laughs> make connections, friendly and otherwise. Kendall, this one, you know, it's named after something you see at a restaurant dinner table sometimes and the waiter holds it. Do you know what it is? Donut. No, Kendall. Think of this. What does the waiter come over and hold in a restaurant? And right. No, well, yes. The, yes, you're on the right track. They hold that and they do it and, they, and, you know, and they're asking you. It's accompanied with a question and they're they're going to use this device. I'm not going to make the hand motion because they would just give it away. Even to the listeners. If they heard the hand motion, they would give it away. You know, they use this device with their hands. When they ask a question. Cork it. <laughs> Man, cork it. No, Kendall, quit thinking of all your Netflix hits. I'm thinking of... <laughs> no, the wine bottle. Like like they're opening a bottle of wine. Now oh, cork it. Maybe you did have a drinking problem. No, Kendall. <laughs> this is accompanied with... I'm thinking more with a salad or something where they say, would you like some fresh ground pepper toss the on salad. that? They're tossing the salad. Well, that's involved with the app. But no, Kendall, it's grinder. It's named after a pepper grinder. And oh, from the, God, there were so many other ways you could have said that. <laughs> but, Kendall, yes, I like that you just threw in tossing the salad because that's a major reason why it falls at number three on the countdown of just the great apps, Kendall, number three. Well, um, I, <laughs> I was actually trying to think of the name of, of one of those apps, and I, I could not for the life of me think of, of Grindr. 
That's why I couldn't get it with the salt shaker uh, or with the pepper grinder. Once again, I, I'm not disappointed. Well, maybe I am. I'm not mad. I'm just disappointed. You're so, <laughs> so heterosexual, Kendall. It's just. Well, I was it, looking for the. In this the day and age. Uh, okay, it's time to talk about some weird shit, Cliff. Oh, it is weird. Before we get to the top oh, of this let list. Me, let me wave them over here because they got to hear this. Hey, hey, guys. Come on. So, I'm so sorry. Oh, she's Internet. in the middle of the eulogy. <laughs> we need you over here just real quick. Just real quick. She would have wanted it. Oh, oh, goodness, dear. Well, All right. well, I was just, I had them right where I wanted them, dear. <laughs> oh, there was not a dry eye in the house, Sugarlum, or armpit, because they've all been very busy exercising this entire funeral. <laughs> what a fun twist. All right, well, well you know. Yes, yes. Oh, yes. Well, well I was going to say, say before we even tell them what we're about to do, I just want to tell Mr. Snodbottom, you know, that there's all this new technology coming out of like AI powered things, you know. Oh, do you and hate one that? of them. Should we do an episode about how we hate well, all that? Yes, let's. We'll, we'll get to that. But there's this whole new thing coming out where they're like, oh, AI's helping with podcasts and does mm-hmm. all the editing for you and does mm-hmm. all these things and cuts out the audio. And I just want to say, Mr. Snodbottom, you had the right idea of getting that CD-ROM. To edit our show, and and though it like just picks out random phrases of mine and puts them on repeat 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 and puts them, it's it's classic and it works. It still works after all these years. After all these years, it still works. After all these years, you know we had to replace it once. I think I think we replaced it once in fifteen years. That's yeah, what that's a record. That's why he's the producer. Oh, yes, boys, I'm glad to share my producing expertise with you, boys. You know I always say, simplify, Cliff and Candle. Keep it that's simple, what you boys. Say. That's what you say. That's what you say. That's what that, you say. I've heard. I've you. I've heard you say it once or twice. All right. Well, this is something called. Kissed. Yeah, uh, not now, Kendall. All right, we've got to (laughs) do something. It's called, you want to hear something weird? Oh, no, dear, not during the funeral. Right at the impactful moment of the eulogy. Oh, everyone, they've all moved over to the buffet, dear. I think they're having a little snack during this intermission in the eulogy. Look, while they're waiting, while they're having a snack, we'll just get into some weird stuff. It's just going to be a little bit weird, yeah. And then once they're done, you can go out there and be like dinner theater. When you wrap up the eulogy, give the the big you know, act three. This is like the break before act three. Oh, that is a good a good thought, dear. Maybe I'll do that. If you want me to go out and sing an eleven o'clock number, I'd be a. Happy. No, dear, I think I've got it under control. All right, you know I've got a lot of hit singles out there. We just I know we just did the eight minute medley for the exercise thing, but this would be more of a torch thing. But anyway, I've got something weird for you guys. This is weird. It's so weird, and I wonder if you want to hear about it. This was. Uh, something about a driver on his way to deliver a car in where? Merry old England. And he had to make an unplanned detour when he discovered a snake inside his vehicle. Uh-oh. Pause for reaction. That's right. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Kendall, the Linjoy Wildlife Sanctuary and Rescue said the car... 
was, you know, the driver was delivering a car from somewhere to somewhere else, a dealership to somebody else. <laughs> Does it matter, Very important folks? details. When he spotted a five-foot snake slithering out of the dashboard. Kendall. Oh, my goodness. Dude, oh, my. Well, and Linjoy rescuers rushed to the scene, of course. Who wouldn't? But discovered the snake had hidden itself inside the car. And the driver... I don't think I would do this. The driver was convinced to drive another 15 minutes to somebody's house where she and somebody else were able to remove the carpet and, and all the shit from the car, right? And they, you know, took the car <laughs> apart. And then finally... The snake, which self-identified as a non-venomous corn snake, was removed from the vehicle. But they said it was just a narrow was how that's how they avoided being bitten. Narrowly, guys, narrowly avoided. But the car was reassembled and the driver was able to complete his delivery and Newell said the snake is now recovering from all the trauma in a rescuer's care. Kendall, so... Oh, and dear, I would never want to, to be in a car with a snake at the same time. Oh, no. I just am reminded of the story of the snake in the Garden of Eden, Sugarlump. Oh, my. Very scary to think about oh, something yes, like that. very scary indeed. Oh, my. Kendall, you would, as would I, shit your pants if a five-foot oh, snake... Oh, I would... Okay, I would die. I would die of a heart attack. Is it this fat and old? I'm dead. With that happens. I, hey, I was walking down the street. Susan and I were walking down the street, and we were like looking at a plane or something. And then we look over, and there's a snake in the street, and it wasn't venomous, and we weren't that close, and it slithered away. And I almost shit my pants then. <laughs> Imagine with being in a car with me. I <laughs> I used to say snakes didn't scare me, but if I, if I was in a car with one, I'd have a problem. Oh, I would flip out. You see that bowel mess under Mr. Snobbottom? Quadruple it. That's what I would do. Oh, goodness. Oh, ball. Oh. <laughs> oh, there comes some more. Um, so, uh, I've got a, a weird story for you as well. Um, uh, a big group of volunteers cut a big old circle in a frozen lake and set it in motion, claiming it's now the world record in a category that few people know even exists, mm. the biggest ice carousel. With a diameter of 1,776 feet, the giant piece of ice estimated at 146,000 tons, slightly close to our weight. I was going to say, combined, did you moved. see the scale this morning when I stood on it and you copied it Like a big old down. frozen ice circle. No shame. Um, it, it moved slowly like a lazy Susan to hoot tollers and high fives on Saturday. Can you imagine? Wouldn't that be fun just to ride on this big, huge circle of ice spinning uh, around in the lake? Is that a restaurant, Hoots, Hollers, and High Fives? I think that would be a great name for a uh, Hey, if anybody's listening here in Busheltown, feel free to use the name. You know, kind of a fun, anything goes, kind of TGI Fridays kind of a restaurant. <laughs> anything goes. Yeah, they might have some appetizers like what you're talking about on the show. Oh, why, yes. I hope they have some that won't irritate my bowels. <laughs> oh, I doubt that. <laughs> Kendall, think positive. All right, I've got another something weird. I'm positive they won't. <laughs> Kendall, this is something for the movie lovers. We've been talking a lot about the movies lately and today especially. Workers at an Alaska movie theater captured photos and videos when a moose wandered into the building to feast on what 
but popcorn. That's like you, Mr. Snob. I remember you had that <laughs> giant barrel of popcorn yesterday at the movies. How could you blame the most? Oh, well, you know, that's one of my vices. It's an enormous serving of popcorn at the theater. Oh, I love it, too. But Kenai Cinemas confirmed a moose <gasps> wandered into the movie theater's lobby and rooted around in the trash, eating popcorn. <laughs> and You sure it wasn't Charles? Well, it could have been because it eventually... Somehow got a McDonald's Happy Meal stuck over its snout before leaving. And anyway, that's... That definitely sounds like Charles. You know, I could go on, but that's the gist. Moose in the movie theater, guys. What a tale. Oh, what a tale, dear. That's. I hope that they got the moose out. <laughs> I hope it's not still there watching movies, boys. Not for free. <laughs> what, what a... That's like Night at the Museum, dear. What a, what a fun children's story that would be. Moose at the movie theater. It was. Uh, that would be. some Copyright. Copy, I got copyright on that. Patent pending. Copyright. Patent pending. I, don't, I don't think that's how copyright works. <laughs> you don't just claim it. <laughs> I'm pretty sure you do. You just declare it like bankruptcy, right? Just like it. Well, Cliff, uh, nothing weirder. Nothing weirder than on April Fool's, something happening, and you think, oh, this... Uh, this is this real? You're like, absolutely, it can't be because it's April Fool's Day, so it must be an April Fool's joke. And that's exactly what this man thought in Iowa when he won a forty million dollar jackpot on April Fool's Day. That I'm, I would have just torn up the thing and be like, well, what a funny joke people are playing on me. <laughs> what a funny joke that was. What a funny joke. Oh dear, that, that's a lot of money. Could you imagine winning $40 million? Oh, I sincerely hope he donates a large portion of that to his church, boys. No, I <laughs> doubt he will. Oh, no. Oh, my. All right, well, now, the funeral. Sorry, I guess it was his butter, butter, butter turn. They were just not waiting around for the rest of your eulogy. Oh, Most goodness, people dear. have left. But I had so much more to say about Mrs. <laughs> But they are about to read that will in there to see who, oh, you know, Mrs. Good Vancouver left everything to. So you, I don't know if you guys want to go in there. I know we, unfor- I really want to go, Kendra, because I assume we get a big chunk. But, you know, we've got to finish this countdown of apps or whatever. It's mandated. Oh, all right, boy. Well, sugar lump, let's go. See, I'm sure you are the first person named in her will. Oh, well, yes, dear, of course. You don't have a better turn. What's the alphabet? Oh, okay. Um, I'm sure our names will be before that. I would think so. that C and K are way before. All right. Way before. Number two. All right, Cliff, Is that moving you? On up. Number two. That's me. That's me. Uh, Cliff, now this app is really a miracle of nature. Mm. Or mir- mm. miracle of technology, mm. rather, I guess, mm. not nature. Wonder of, of wonder, of miracle of miracles. I've got... <laughs> yes, do you remember that song from Fiddler on the Roof, Kendall? Barely. Oh. But, you know, in the old days, without this app, there were so many more steps you'd have to do. There was so much more wondering involved. Will this happen? Won't it happen? When will this happen? You, you we're just so in the dark before this app came around. But as soon as it did, it took you behind the scenes into the world of when your pizza was going to be cooked, uh, when it's going in the oven, when it's on its way to you, and when you when it actually gets there. Of course, I'm talking about the Domino's app. It's right up there at the top of the apps on my phone. It, when I when I start to click on it to search anything, and it says 
Siri suggestions, <laughs> Domino's comes up. Number one. It's like, let this is what you're looking for. It's like, you know, Kendall, this is just between you and me, the phone. And I know this is what you want. You can be honest with me. Isn't it yeah, weird? AI technology has learned that that's uh, what I want. Isn't it awful? We can't even be honest with ourselves. Our phone knows. Our phone is not. <laughs> you think our phone is stupid? No. Our, the phone knows. All right. Now, when it, you look up most used apps on my phone, they're food apps and then the Run P app. <coughs> oh, and the Belch app. <coughs> rate, rate that Belch.com. <laughs> rate that Belch.com. God damn it, Kendall. If you don't secure that web domain, <laughs> I'll never forgive you. Number one, Kendall. It's no surprise that number two and number one would involve <laughs> the stomach. You know, they say a yep. way to a man's heart is his stomach. And I don't know what that really... I mean, I guess I know what it means. I don't know how it applies to this. But number one, definitely, is about the stomach. And it's about the wallet. And what's drained my personal <laughs> wallet. Speaking of the phone, the phone knows. You know, they used to say, only the shadow knows. Well, only the phone knows. <laughs> only the phone knows that I have saved bleep amount. Of, I can't even say it. I would be ashamed <laughs> to say the money that I've saved on fees alone for delivery if I were not a member of the GDDD, the goddamn DoorDash community. That's the app called DoorDash. Kendall, they will unfortunately dash to your door with the food of whatever restaurant is nearby. It's okay. They'll do it for a small, exorbitant fee, Kendall. And it's all on the up and up. And it's certainly not a sign of the decline of human civilization. No, I mean, it's really a, a, a sign that we've mastered technology. Because remember when we, were, when we were younger, we thought, oh, I really want this real bad. I wish I could just have somebody pick it up for me. And sometimes you'd try to call people. You'd say, Mom, will you go get this for me? And she said, what am I, some dash door person that <laughs> runs from restaurant to you and brings you food when you want it? What do you do? But, expect me to dash to your door? Yeah, yeah. but now technology exists. We, we finally have the technology needed to make that happen. That's true. Kids, in the old days, Kendall and I, we used to sit and think, you know... I would pay triple the price if somebody would just bring me some McDonald's right now. And now we have the technology. If I would have known that technology was coming, <laughs> uh, I, I would have had a lot more to live for as a child. <laughs> knowing that that day would come, that I could just order food and it would be delivered to my house. Yeah. I'd be that's like Jetson shit right there. You know, that old song... I think it, it might have been. Was it from West Side Story? What's it from? So, so something's coming. Something great is coming. Something's coming out. There's gonna be. I think I don't know. It was about DoorDash. But anyway, can you know, oh, why does Mrs. Potterbutter Butcher? She looks very disappointed. And Mr. Snodbottom, he looks 
equally so, and they're walking this way. Probably because they left them all. The, she left everything to us. Oh, 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 no. Oh, I, I shouldn't be sad, Suelum. I should be rejoicing that old Mrs. Vancouver is with our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Oh. Well, of course, dear, but I just, I thought that she loved me more and she might leave something to me. Did she leave everything to me because of those aforementioned things? No, no, dear, I'm so sorry. Oh, Oh, that's probably because she left it all to me. Oh, quite, quite not, boy. (laughs) Unfortunately, but you do... Who's left? You do know the recipient of Mrs. Vancouver's Jazzercise Studio. (laughs) Well, it seems she was particularly impressed with the way that Charles, the contractor, installed her giant mirror there in the studio of exercise powers. (laughs) What? He broke her mirror? when he installed it. But it was a, a beautiful way he restored it. I'm not sure. She she was a very eccentric lady, boys. Who can tell about her whims? Oh, you see, dear, she thought that the way Charles re- restored it, dear, actually mirrored the Japanese technique of restoring pottery that had been broken with gold paint. Oh, of course he used toothpaste, but it's the same yeah, idea. Well, that was just a mistake, really. Well... You know, it teaches us all a lesson about greed and grief and growing this week. So, I for one, wait, I for one, I gotta get out there and get to that buffet. Somebody's about to eat the last piece of cheesecake. Oh, oh, hey, excuse excuse me, I I was gonna get that. No, that one's mine. Oh, if only she was here to see them like this. Oh, I'm frankly glad she's not, Sugarloaf. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Let's jazzercise, dear. Oh, yes. Oh, I did not follow that.